Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I have a book. Now, writing a book on climate change these days is kind of ten a penny. I've even thought about doing it myself. No, I haven't. I'm missing. Greta Thunberg, for example, has a book out which is selling in 40-foot truckloads and pretty much everyone who's anyone is either writing of, has written, or thinking about writing a book on climate change. In my hand, I have a copy of a book called Climate Warrior as opposed to Climate Warrior. Subtitle, A Hypocrite's Guide to Saving the Planet. It's written by, by Colm O'Regan, who joins me. Colm, good morning. Good morning. I, I can't believe, PJ, I'm I'm coming on after your 40th, uh, talking about your 40th, talking about climate change. What a way to bring the <laughs> to bring the mood down. I'm sorry, I'd rather, I'd rather talk about you in your 40 years. I'm looking at a picture of you here with... Uh, Miriam, you look all proud, and it's very handy on those occasions that Remy Martin Fine Champagne Cognac are sponsoring the awards. It wasn't my waddy, so that was a good, that was a good bit, a good bottle to get. My waddy or tenor, yeah. Colin, listen, yeah, and thank you for that, very kindly. Um, climate, you you had a show before you had a book about climate war. Yeah, they're sort of in parallel. It's something I've been kind of, well, obviously worrying about, but uh, I'm kind of mulling over the whole issue. And it's obviously bad news that the world and his mother are writing a book about this because uh, <laughs> I was hoping to carve out a niche for myself. But no, it's. It, I think it's reflected. Everybody's kind of worrying about it, kind of thinking about it. Mm. And for me, it's a personal book because it's sort of, it's a bit about my father who was, who was a farmer and, uh, me and me living in the city and from the country and I think there's I, I'd like to think there's a good few people like me are overwhelmed by the bad news who care yes. but sometimes caring is like sure you know yourself in your own job you you hear so many people's worries taking on the cares of the world is a burden and it doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be able to do anything about them so this is sort of my way of writing a funny book about you know thinking about all of this trying to find a way to do your bit, trying to find a way to navigate between all the arguing and, you know, the shouting on both sides um, in a way that maybe is, bit, is can be productive because we're, we're obsessed with debate, you know? Mm. Writing, like, writing I won funny, that debate. Writing a funny book about something like climate, and it is very funny. I howled a few good. times, and I recognised oh, myself in those pages, yeah. you know, but it's also a risky one, Colin, because, and I'm say this without, and I will be, I'll be slaughtered for it. A lot of the climate change campaigning and a lot of climate change activists are very poor faced, and and we shouldn't laugh. 
and we shouldn't have fun is almost banned. Do you, why are you laughing? The world is burning. Like, yeah. So you I, take I, on I, that I, challenge. I take on that challenge, and I think out of I would never like people who do the hard yards in anything, right? You know, people who campaign on climate change, people who campaign looking for better things for carers. Like if you're campaigning on a serious thing, like literally all your energy can, all you can do is try and raise awareness of it. Do you know what I mean? So you really have, you might have the time or the capacity to be fun about it. So I don't, I never blame anybody for the pole facedness. That's why I'm not, instead of that campaign, I'm just chipping in from my side, which is mm. the kind of, the because what's look what's funny about a serious thing it's the serious thing isn't funny what's funny about it is our reactions to it our attempts to try and do something about it or are getting it wrong you know like we've like we've had two and a half years of in various forms of pandemic when people make humor out of it they're not making humor out of the serious thing they're making humor out of our reactions about saying i my bins go up more than i do you know what i mean that's mm. not so that doesn't so i think and the thing is about like uh, look, being climate change is sort of about, or doing something about climate change or anything in the area of green is about doing, you know, in inverted commas, the right thing. And of course, that's never funny. Like, who was the funniest fella or girl you remember in school? It wasn't the person who got everything right. It was the messer, you know. So, like, humour in itself is subversive and shouldn't go with a serious topic. But I'm, I think there's room because mm. the... The weirdest trick ever played by uh, the likes of, you know, the people who want to do nothing about climate change was somehow convincing the world that they were anti-establishment. <laughs> the weirdest trick that, uh, the, you know, the fossil fuel industry ever did was saying, oh, we're the we're the iconoclasts. We're we're the rebels here. And it's like, no, you're not. You've got trillions of dollars. <laughs> so nobody with trillions is ever is ever funny or the rebel in my view. So so I'm trying to find that gap between the people who do the hard yards, the activists who are tired and doing their best and maybe don't always come across, they might come across as pole-faced. Fine, I never, I won't criticise them for that. But I'm helping from what I, listen, all I know how to do, PJ, I know how to do two things. I know how to pick up rubbish and I know how to try to make people laugh. And mm -hmm. I have a degree in nothing else. <laughs> if you know the, what I mean, the that's, picking that's up useful. The rubbish, so, I think we can all add Like, we're all yeah. doing our bit. I know certainly yeah. in, in our house, we are recycling and we are far more careful than we yeah. were even two, three or four years ago. Yeah. But and you yeah. wonder, Go is ahead. that any use? Like, I'm being careful. I'm sorting out milk cartons and yeah. making sure that everything goes in the right bin. And, and I'm looking at, at China pumping out more pollutants in a day than we will in our entire lifetime. I know. And that's, look, look so that's the kind of thing that weighs on all of us. So there's a couple of things on that. One, like, there's a, it's a big debate about, like, you know, the personal responsibility and, oh, try and be good versus, you know, one, one oligarch's yacht looking for a better parking place in Monaco, <laughs> let alone China, will probably outweigh that. So the the first thing is, per, the first thing you say is, right, personal responsibility is not necessarily for me anyway. It's not about like, I'm going to do my bit and then that's it. It's more in trying to do a bit, you become more aware of the bigger things going on and perhaps more likely 
to join in with something else and other people who are doing a bit as well. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's that sounds a bit vague, but I'll give you an example. Like years ago, ten years. So my father used to pick up rubbish around Dripsy, around that'll mm. be thrown over the ditches. So I I find it hard to walk past rubbish. Right, mm-hmm. that's in me. Right, that's and so in my local area in in, in Dublin because I couldn't make it couldn't make a go of it in Cork, so I had to move to Dublin. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I uh, so I pick up a bit of rubbish with with friends and neighbours. And what good does that do? Right. Well, it doesn't do any good for climate change, but 80% of the rubbish in the sea comes from land. So every bit of rubbish you pick up on the land is rubbish that would have ended up in the sea. That's the first thing. So you're doing your tiny bit there to stop a hunky dory's wrapper ending up inside in a, a, a turtle's gullet, right? That's mm. the first thing, even though it's tiny. The second thing is the people you meet when you're doing those little bits, because you're open to ideas or whatever, are people who tell you about other things and they tell you about, you know, there's a shop down the road. Oh, I didn't know about that. There's a shop down the road where you can get your your porridge flakes and your flour and your this by bringing in your carton. So you've less you've less packaging and then you've less in going into your recycling. You've less to recycle because you don't use it in the first place. And then, oh, wouldn't it be great if we had a few... So we ended up planting trees around the area in the middle of a city, right? In corners, mm. in people's gardens. So I wouldn't have done that. Only I was starting by not being able to walk past an empty can of monster cola on the street and it's it's kind of so the personal stuff is kind of a gateway thing and there's a a lot of reference in the book to your father actually a lot of of talk about it because he was a farmer and he farmed the old way yeah and and he looked after the environment on the one hand he was careful about nature like yeah, any farmer this, yeah. is, any farmer is careful about nature. But on the other hand, the way that they did farming back then was the complete opposite: burning, burning yeah. oil barrels and tons <laughs> of fertilizer. Know, yeah. And yeah. you know, now, yeah. if, now if sure someone sees you cutting a hedge, you you, you could I be know. hung, drawn, and quartered. Back then, they did it to clear the edges. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If Only in theaters May 17th Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. 
Well, the thing is, you wouldn't be hung, drawn, and quartered. There'd be about a three-year wait, and then you get a fine. Like it's not. It, the thing is, it's people think they're going to be hung, drawn. Nobody's getting hung, drawn, and quartered <laughs> as it happens. But but the thing is, the, the reason I write about my father is like he loved planting trees, and he's from the generation that watched Dutch elm disease yes. tear the heart out of ditches and and now we're looking at the same thing with the ash dieback which is happening because we brought we imported wood you know that we shouldn't have and like every ditch in the country is going to be bare regardless of who does it because all the trees are are going but anyway not to depress people too much but so so he's a fella who went he took six flights in 84 years of his life he planted trees but he couldn't abide weeds and he was you know handy enough with the the Roundup and the Gramoxone. And mm-hmm. and I, you know, so I'm there all worried and conscious, but I probably have taken, you know, I've obviously taken more flights than he has. We all have things that we do mm. that are good in one area, not good in another area. And it's, it's about, I suppose, the confidence to expand on the things we do, not feel terrible shame about the things we don't do, but get help maybe. Mm. And look, sure, I know, like we have a, Look, there's 8 billion people on the planet. They have to be fed somehow. Modern farming has enabled people to live beyond a certain age and be around. And it's not going to go overnight and all this kind of thing. And this isn't a book about that. It's more about trying to come to terms with the the enormity of it without your head absolutely exploding. exploding. Yes. Because cause I'll give another example. Like, you know, you talk, you talk about people who have to change in a big way and are being told and are doing it to a lot of the degree particularly in in the area of food like i had two years where i wasn't allowed to do my job because of a global crisis right yes. you know i wasn't allowed to do it in the same way and the reason i didn't go mad about it was there was a bit of money put aside to help me through it there were alternative ways of doing the work and and, and an end in sight right but at the same time you did get that feeling of unfairness how come I have to not be allowed to go on to a comedy club or go on a stage for the benefit of people I don't know. But we all kind of did it, you know. Yes. And in some ways, doing a bit about this, and I know I'm being vague and saying doing a bit because I'm not a I'm not an ecologist or whatever, but is about that whole look, it's it's a sac- sacrifices and we have to try a bit in order to help people we'll never meet. And sometimes those people, PJ, are people in the future, you know? Like we spend so much time worrying about our children will have enough points for college, you know, and the future hope they'll be able to get a house. And we don't do any thinking about will the house they're in be flooded or mm. will the water be, you know, and I know that seems more vague, but even thinking about that helps you decide, no, it is worth doing something now. You know, it is p- putting some stitches in now might save some for our children and maybe not our children, but our grandchildren, you know? So, and that all sounds huge and big and a bit heavy for a Monday, a a gray Monday morning. But I do think that even in trying to write a funny book and giving people a way into it that doesn't leave them entirely miserable is mm. my way of saying let's start it off. Well, and as fair, I said, to start fair, book, you see, over the years, when you look at, if you look at comedy as an yeah. art form, comedy and, and, and co- comedic writing, has always been a way to deliver a message. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because when you're laughing, like, you're learning. Yeah, and remembering, apparently, now I read this somewhere, and it will always find stats to back up our argument, but I did read somewhere that a memory, you remember things better if you learn them in good form yes. and while laughing and all of that. Um, and so this is, look, this is my kind of, my my 
my way in as in I pick up rubbish I know how to make people laugh where how can I help yeah and it's not the only story I haven't transformed my life but even in writing the book I've become more aware and you know what Peter the, the crack in some sustainability is funny like I think it's much more funny to buy stuff secondhand online the characters you meet <laughs> <laughs> you know when you meet somebody halfway in a little car park in the Midlands to get a secondhand Peppa Pig thing that's in perfect nick <laughs> you know? and if you get the train down even better you know burn petrol on the way but you know like even th- there's crack to be had about sustainability that maybe we don't always get across like going to the local shop that that you know does stuff you know and put stuff into your reusable containers much more fun than driving to a roundabout in the edge of a city sorry there's a child asking my attention here now and uh, oh. she's homesick so yeah no i think we're all right um we're in the clear um <laughs> but just to prove that i actually am a parent if anyone's <laughs> wondering um but like it's also about trying to find the bit of crack and if anybody um if anybody feels like this is a, a solo effort, building communities of people who are interested is always fun. The people you meet along the way, and you might not as agree with them, but mm-hmm. that you've some rough thing in common, I do think will help in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it won't be a shouted argument. It might just be a good natured, no. uh, a good natured chat, you know, over tea. And, and that's and that's what I'm saying. You, you you learn more when you're enjoying the conversation. I think so. He, yeah. Here's one I'll bounce off you though before I let yeah. you go, Colm, and maybe your thoughts on it. I was saying last summer and the summer before when our weather here was showing clear evidence of climate change. I mean, two yeah. two lengthy heat waves, you know, yeah. in, in two consecutive summers. Now, I am a guy who loves the sun. I thrive. I know for the sun. Yeah, and I was trying to say, look, it is okay to enjoy these few beautiful weeks and at the same time understand that they're coming from something that is not good. It is okay to feel this, to, 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 to have that div- division of feeling, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, you know, I think about this myself and the way I was even thinking about it during October, November, where it was kind of a bit weirdly mild and the yes. days were still short, but it was so it was mild at darkness at five o'clock and you're going, this is like being on holidays. You feel like you need to go to a museum because you can't, st- you can't stay by the pool. You know, it's that kind of feeling. And you know what I feel about it? If it helps anyone, the, the, the good in inverted commas weather we're getting now or the weather that means we don't have to have the heat on and we think we know why it's happening and i think this was maybe the first year that people realized this weather feels a bit like climate you know and there is a difference between the two that's so for me to make me feel better that's carbon that's already in the air right mm. do you know what i mean like so you can't you can't that's why i you can enjoy the nice weather while knowing this can't last or we need to do something about this because that's stuff that's already up there. Mm. If, you know, I believe that, I believe in the science, I know some people don't, but listen, we can have that chat and we put aside four weeks for that another day. Um, (laughs) But so in terms of how do you get through your day and make deals with yourself to say, I'm going to feel bad about this and good about this Mm. because literally the human brain can only deal with so much good news and bad news and there's plenty of bad news is, yeah, like, it's a nice day that stuff's already baked in literally but it you know yeah we need to move on um and don't waste i, I feel i can't waste mental energy on worrying about good weather that's already happened <laughs> do you know what i mean it's and a, and like the, and, and, okay and in october enjoy, november okay to enjoy it but realize why it's happening too yeah and like even in october november your people are going this isn't right well listen leave the heat off 
the one thing you can do, <laughs> do you know what I mean, is not have the heat on full blast and have it warm outside. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You know, do your bit for next year or the year after, if you can, if the house is or for insulated and all that kind of thing. Or for your pocket, exactly. Look, <laughs> there are no simple solutions to this. Mm. Um, this is book. This book, you know, as I say at the start of the book, if you read only one book about climate change, don't make it this one. <laughs> read <laughs> well, more I, stuff. I have to say, you I know. enjoyed. I read, yeah. read a couple of books about climate change. Now, yeah. I've enjoyed leafing through this one, and as I said, I howled with laughter a few times, and then Good. thought he's Good. actually right, though. And I think that's yeah. the mix you wanted. Good. Well, I'm delighted to hear it. And, and I'm sure there's bits in it that are wrong. All I say about being wrong is, tell me I'm wrong. Don't be a knob about it. Just tell me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't, don't own me on Twitter. Right. Just say, look, Colm, I looked into that. This is different to what you think. And I go, fine. I'll put that in book two. <laughs> All right. Listen, we'll talk again. Thanks very much. Colm O'Regan, the author of Climate Warrior, A Hypocrite's Guide to Saving the Planet, which is out now, published by HarperCollins Ireland. Quartz 96 FM. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.